Hello, this is David Snyder, President of Baptist International Missions Incorporated, welcoming you to today's broadcast of Moments for Missions under the direction of our Vice President, Dr. J.B. Godfrey. Well, I have an article today written by my good friend Nathan Owens, and it's called Beaming Out the Light of the Gospel of Christ. Did you hear yet that we decided to call it the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse? We think the lighthouse identity will help the spiritual purpose of the station to be better understood by the people, and we're praying much already that God will use the beaming out of the light of the gospel of Christ to lead many dying souls out of darkness and into a new life in Jesus Christ. Those words were given by Al Snyder, the first Caribbean Radio Lighthouse station manager. Al Snyder wrote that, quote, in October 1973, as plans were being formed to start a Christian radio station on the island of Antigua. Almost two years later, September the 7th, 1975, the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse began broadcasting Bible programs and gospel music to the islands of the Eastern Caribbean. Before the end of the year, Caribbean Radio Lighthouse received its first letter of a salvation decision from a woman on a nearby island of Montserrat. The Caribbean Radio Lighthouse is still beaming out doctrinally sound Bible teaching, Christ-honoring music from Antigua to a potential listening audience of over 2 million people on more than 20 island countries. Now much has changed in 44 years. The station location and towers have changed, but the Caribbean Radio Lighthouse is still on Antigua. The station started as an AM station, but today it also broadcasts on FM and online. Caribbean Radio Lighthouse started broadcasting seven hours a day and now broadcasts 24 hours a day. Many of the programs were received on reel-to-reel and then later cassettes and CDs through the mail. Today, almost all the programs are received over the Internet. Those reel-to-reels kept our board operators pretty busy, but today all our programs and music are digital, and the automation system handles a lot of the board work. In 1974, Caribbean Radio Lighthouse was raising a $1,000 a month to begin operating. Today, we need about $11,000 a month to operate smoothly. At the end of 1975, there were three U.S. missionary couples and six West Indie national staff members working at Caribbean Radio Lighthouse. Today, Caribbean Radio Lighthouse has one U.S. missionary couple and four Caribbean staff members. I'm sure this list could go on and on. Even though the technology and equipment are always changing, one thing remains constant our adherence to the doctrines and principles on which the station was founded. That is, a basis of biblical truth. Our goals are to evangelize the lost, to edify, encourage, and train believers, and to assist the growth of the local churches in the Eastern Caribbean. After 44 years, we have been able to reach several generations. This summer, while canvassing for Vacation Bible School, one of the mission team members heard this testimony from a listener. The listener said he grew up listening to Caribbean Radio Lighthouse with his mother. She told him the only reason that she is a Christian is because of what she heard on the radio when she was a child. 
Although this man was not saved as a child, he wanted the group to know that he is now a second-generation Christian because of the radio station and its testimony. You've been listening to Moments for Missions. For further information, please write to BIMI, P.O. Box 9, Harrison, Tennessee, 37341, or call us at 423-344-5050. Or you can visit us online at www.bimi.org. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.